Anna. And I'm Sarah. We're travel advisors and moms. Between us, we have eight kids that we've traveled all over the country with collecting memories. Traveling with kids is an adventure. We want to support families of all shapes and sizes in collecting precious moments together while traveling to Disney and beyond. Welcome back to an episode of Moments in Between with Two Disney and Beyond Travel Podcast. Hello, Sarah. How are you doing? Hi, Deanna. I'm well. I'm recovering from Halloween festivities uh, with the benefit of one hour of extra sleep from daylight savings. I know. And, you know, I heard on the news yesterday, which I've always heard, but they said more and more places we're not doing the time change um, this year. So it's kind of interesting. I've been hearing for like the last five years that they were getting rid of it, but then they still like to change with my, you know, um, inner clock and change up my whole body. So, you know, it was great to have extra sleep, but I know it will throw us all off this week at some point in time. Yeah, absolutely. My kids did not get an hour of extra sleep. They just ran around the house unsupervised for an extra hour. I wish we could keep the falling back, but skip the springing forward. Yeah, because it's nice to have. The, I, I always love like the day after daylight savings, like the fall one, where you have that extra hour. Like, oh, it's it's one o'clock, but it should be two o'clock. Like we're getting right. this extra hour today. Um, I always think that's really fun. I know it. I mean, that would totally defeat the purpose to only fall back, but I love that. Maybe we should just pick a a random day every year where we just like get an extra hour. That would be fun. And just change the clock for a day because psychologically, it definitely changes the whole mood. Like even last night, um, my husband and I were, you know, watching one of our Netflix shows and all of a sudden we're like, oh, it's midnight. We shouldn't do another episode. And then we said, ooh, it is 11. We could do an extra episode. Yeah. (laughs) It's a whole psychological game. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. All right. So I think since the last time we've chatted, I know there's been, I don't know, I feel like a lot of different things that have come out in the travel industry news. Um, Some days I feel like I can't keep up with it. And I'm like, got all my little post-it notes and all of that written all over the place. But um, what's been happening out there in the travel industry world? Well, a lot. Um, And it, 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 Sometimes I do feel like, oh, I can't keep up. But then I'm like, oh, wait, that's my job. I have to. Um, if I feel like, oh, I can't read another email. No, you just have to. Um, right. <laughs> so at Universal, two pieces of news came out. One is they announced Mardi Gras dates for 2024, which is kind of crazy because like just last week they announced Christmas, which felt like so like last minute. Um, So I think they're trying to make up for that. Like, okay, you can plan ahead for Mardi Gras. Um, So they're going to be celebrating Mardi Gras from February 3rd through April 7th this year. Um, They have special parades and special food. It's a very fun celebration at Universal. So if you haven't done that before, I highly recommend it. And um, semi-related is that they announced a 25% off um, packages at 
select Universal Resorts. This includes Cabana Bay, Adventura, and Portofino Bay Resort. So that is notable because in the past they've offered this um, percentage discount for packages at Cabana Bay and Adventura, which are the um, prime value resorts. But um, they are including Portofino Bay, which is a premier resort. So um, I, I, my guess is that this makes jumping to that premier resort very affordable, especially if you were going to stay at like a Cabana Bay or an Adventure and then add on express passes. It probably is going to be cheaper with the 25% off than to just stay at Portofino Bay um, because your express passes are included. And the dates for that do overlap with Mardi Gras. So this is a great time to plan a trip to Universal. Exactly. And for all of our um, listeners who have been with us, uh, you know, over the course of like from the beginning on, I know somewhere way back there, we've done our chat about how exciting Mardi Gras was as we were once in the Mardi Gras parade, but all the festivities down at Universal during Mardi Gras are pretty kind of unique. Um, And I definitely, you know, from the food to the entertainment to the whole vibe there is just really cool during that time. Yeah, it's so unique because nobody else really does a Mardi Gras um, like festival. You know, there's nothing like right. that at any other park. So it's very, very cool. Um, but speaking of other parks, what's what what happened with Disney News this week, Dina? So I'm just going to kind of roll out a few different things. And they may be out of order, in order, or whatever. But I think first and foremost, um, Disney Cruise Line has released um, early 2025 um, itineraries. So, and those now are open to um, the general public and all sailing levels for you to be able to book um, your family cruise, um, which I highly recommend for early 2025. And also going back into that whole cruising um, idea is, you know, sometimes you're like, oh my gosh, how could you think about vacationing in 2020? 25. But cruising is one of those areas that is the earlier you book, the better pricing you get, the better stateroom availability you get. And I will tell you, cruising um, over the course of the last year and a half, two years is filling up. So highly recommended if you would be considering a Disney cruise line adventure that um, take a look at those new itineraries. And then with that, they have released some more um, input for, I shouldn't say input, um, but information about their new private island uh, lookout point that's going to be opening up, I believe in June of 2024, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so um, I have a sailing picked out for January 2025 that stops at both Castaway Key and Lookout Point. That's that's my like goal is like we're going to reserve this cruise. Oh, I like that. I like that. Um and then also for all of our Disney Run fans, um they have now re- released the um Races that are going to be going, I believe, through 2025, and it includes um, the new Disneyland Halloween run. Um, And I do have quite a few people who plan their trips around the Disney run events. So um, I've had both people excited about um, 
you know, I know we talked about this a couple episodes ago about the Disneyland races, but now um, even those um, that they're adding more and new um, races is actually kind of exciting. Yeah, I have people that either plan because they're participating or plan not to go because those races are happening because they availability for hotels is crazy limited and um, the parks are very crowded when those run Disney races are going on and those run Disney races sell out like the moment they're released for participants. So um, it's very helpful to know the dates for these ahead of time so that we can all mark our calendars and um, know when, you know, when we need to be on to get the registered for those races. So yeah. And these go through April of 2025. So I imagine in a few months they'll release any other ones. Half of 2025. And typically that really just includes the, um, in most cases, the um, wine and dine. But now if they keep that Halloween half marathon at Disneyland, yes, those will be released, um, I'm sure, in the near future. Yeah. And then um, I'm trying to think. Just a reminder about that uh, kids 50% off stay and dine at Disney World. Um, That promotion was announced like a month ago. But it's actually available to add to existing packages or book starting November 14th. So that's coming up. If you have an existing package that either Deanna and I have booked, you don't have to do anything. We will take care of it for you. Um, But if you're looking to book, get pricing for a a new reservation um, for March through June of 2024, kids can uh, receive a 50% off discount on tickets and their dining plan. So you have to book a four night, four day ticket minimum, um, but then those kids can save 50%, which is great. And um, if you listen, go back and listen to our last episode on how to make the most of your dining plan. Exactly. And I'm just going to put out the asterisks there because many people who are Disney goers know this. Um, Keep in mind that within the realm of travel. And this is across the board of different cruise lines, different parks. Um, Kids are considered quote unquote kids um, ages three to nine once they hit 10. So um, just because it says kids and in your mind, your, you know, 13 year old is your kid. It does not apply to them. So true. Good note. Yes. So, Anyway, now that we've gotten through all the news, um, Deanna and I are both getting ready for um, trips in the next couple of weeks. I'm going to be heading to Universal Orlando for the um, first day of their Christmas festivities, Universal holidays, and Deanna is going to be heading uh, down to Walt Disney World and doing both the Christmas parties there. Um, So we're, I mean, We've talked about it in the past. I am already setting aside things in my suitcase for my trip that doesn't occur for a couple more weeks. But, and I will say that's partly because my daughter, who's going with me, has been asking to pack for about two months now. Like she has it on her calendar, like Friday before, then we can pack. 
um, because she keeps asking her. I'm like, no, we are not packing yet. Like we still need all these things. Um, so anyway, the the countdown is on for when we start packing. And so, hold, hold on. I'm going to interject because I know we've talked about this in the past that I'm like the night before. You would be proud of me. I have one pile of stuff ready to be packed in my room. But it's for one reason only, because it's all my Disney Christmas shirts and things like that. Yeah. So when I was, you know, putting away clothes the one day, I was like, oh, let's just pull these out and, you know, kind of get, I can officially say I have started packing. Good for you. So anyway, we thought it would be a good, a, a short, fun little episode to say, to go over what we put in our park bag. So not our, you know, main luggage, but just that bag that you're bringing into the park. What's in there? What are our top three to five items that we've got to have? So we've kept this kind of like secret from each other. We're going to go back and forth. And if we have to go down to like fifth items because of too much overlap, we'll do that. Um, But like one of the other stipulations is we're not including your very basic necessities. Like your tickets, magic band, whatever. However you're getting into the park, that we know that you have to have that. We know you have to have a payment method. So like if you're not using a magic band at Disney, do you have your credit card? If you're at Universal, do you have your Apple Pay or whatever? And then of course your phone. You're going to need those three things no matter what theme park you're going to. Your way to get in, your way to pay for stuff, and your phone. So we're not going to include those because that would be three things. And that, those would be the top three things. And then this would not be a fun episode. So beyond those, what is in our park bag? Oh, you're going to get mad at me because I probably cheated a little bit, but that's okay. So my number, my number one thing given off of all of this is, and amazingly, at times I still have forgotten it back in the room, is my portable charger. Oh, because man, that was my number four. So I'm going to cross that off. Because truthfully, um, I feel like as soon as that phone dies or if I'm, you know, trying to A, get content or take pictures of my family or whatever, or look things up, that starts to stress me and give me anxiety. So um, my portable charger is that number one thing that's in my bag. That's a good number one thing. Um, my number one thing is sun protection because I get real cranky if uh, I don't have my sun. So in sun protection, that kind of is an umbrella term for hats, sunglasses, and sunscreen. Because um, I, if I'm squinting all day, then I get a headache and that is no bueno. So I've got to have my sunglasses or my hat or whatever to keep the sun out of my eyes. And then, of course, I'm like a army sergeant about everybody wearing sunscreen. So we've got our sunscreen. Um, I prefer the either like the spray on variety, or I even have some mineral powder that is, um, has sunscreen in it. So I use that for our faces so we don't get shiny or greasy. And then everything else gets like the aerosol variety of sunscreen rather than like smearing on that cream sunscreen. So now here's my question. So this year we ended up not using as much of the aerosol because I felt like we were going through it so fast. So my kids were not thrilled that we had to do more of the cream stuff. And then we would have our aerosol spray on for like those quick, like, oh, we just got out of the car and we needed it really quick. But 
poolside, beachside, and all of that, we had to use the lotion. That's because the aerosols do go so fast, but like I hate, I personally hate the feeling of sunscreen. So I like as a kid, I remember just hating it. And so now that I'm in charge, I'm like, I don't have to put that on my body anymore. So I'm not doing it. Like, that's one of those things. Like, that I'm not out here buying ice cream for myself. I'm like, no, I'm buying the aerosol sunscreen. I love it. I love it. All right. So I kind of, with your doing sun protection, I did my weather items. Okay. <laughs> this is what, so in that includes my poncho, my sunscreen, and um, cooling towels if it's, you know, middle of summer, as well as um, I am a bit, we still have from 2013, our, you know, I remember it was like $17.99, our Disney misting fan, and it still works. It has held up for 10 years now. So at, I think now they might be $23.99 the last time I was there or whatever, but highly recommend the cost uh, or the payment of it because it has such a big reservoir and it lasts all day and you could have them at times refill it with the cool water. So I did a weather section of my bag. Nice. Nice. Okay. I had rain gear as my number five, so we will not include that later. See, this is why we had to go deeper down our list. Um, my number two was my water bottle um, because I am not paying for water when I'm in a Disney park or a Universal park because Universal will also give you free ice water if if you ask for it. So I bring my big metal water bottle that I have filled up in the morning with ice and water or Gatorade or whatever. And I bring that into the park so that I stay hydrated. And then um, I also like at a sit down restaurant uh, that we normally have for lunch, I will ask, I will fill up my water bottle again with the ice water at the table. So that's what I'm bringing in. And I know we've discussed this in the past in regards to water bottles that I hate lugging around the water bottles um, because there's six of us. And now that we're down to like a single stroller. There's just enough room for like the backpack and all of that. And I always think in time when there's no stroller, my kids are not going to lug around a water bottle. So we take, you know, advantage of the free waters. And then my number four was my flavor packets for my water. So -hmm. then we get our free water, we throw in a little bit of that, you know, flavor packeting and all of that. But the lugging around of water bottles is just too much work for me. So then that was my number four. Um, My number three is kind of my little, I have a little um, zipper pouch that kind of has all my kind of essentials of um, Dramamine, which has to be in there for my crew, Band-Aids, and any type of like... um, Like even for me and my older kids, you know, we put in like a travel deodorant or deodorant spray, things like that, just to kind of make it through the day. So, and chapstick. So that's kind of in that little bag. That's smart. My first aid kit had to get cut because my number three is baby powder. Um, And this is like a unique one that I don't think a lot of people subscribe to, but I have to have baby powder because I hate getting 
like greasy and sweaty. So if you, we have this pouch in my bag that's like a, a wet bag for cloth diapers. So it has like a polyurethane lining so stuff can't get out of it, but it's a cloth bag and we've got like a little like um, puff thing in there. This is really like great descriptors that I'm using. Um, and then it's filled with baby powder. And so if anybody's getting like hot or greasy or sweaty, um, I just get that out and I um, like, you know, dab it all over them, like on their faces, on their necks, um, on their legs. You know, it's great for chafing if that is something that bothers you. Um, I always wear shorts under skirts or like longer shorts so that that's not an issue. But like, if if that's if if that comes up, baby powder will solve your problems. Um, so and it also like stops sweat. So like it's kind of like an antiperspirant. Um, right. So that is my tip. I have to have that baby powder. It it's it's great. That's how I still look okay in in photos at the end of the day because I've baby powdered like my entire body, so I'm not just like a dripping mass of sweat. I love it. I um, very often will pick up the travel packets of like the cooling wipes that are kind of like sweat wipe off wipes things. And those are helpful too. Yeah. I just feel like the baby powder like stops you from getting sweaty. Right. Like it, it, you like never get to the point where you have to wipe off sweat because you've, you've powdered yourself. And it's- I love it. You feel still clean and like not greasy. I uh, like I said, I hated wearing sunscreen as a kid because you felt greasy afterwards. So even if you put on sunscreen and you feel greasy, then we do the baby powder and, and then, then you don't feel you greasy. don't feel greasy anymore. So it kind of solves that problem. All in the world of traveling with Sarah. How not to feel greasy. I love it. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, our little puff thing is one of the, I mean, I'll have to post a picture because I'm sure it's not like obvious what I'm talking about. But if you've ever had those um, washcloths that are like puppets and they have like the scrubbies on one side, ours is a Nemo. So when my kids were little, I'd say like, oh, Nemo wants to give you some kisses. And like, I'd powder them and then they like. They thought that was funny. And so now they're like, where's the Nemo? I need the Nemo. Oh, how fun. And- All right. So okay. that would be the top three, right? So yeah. what else did you just have? Let's just kind of go through anything else you had on your extended list. Well, you took both of mine. Mine okay. were portable, portable battery pack for my phone and rain gear. So. Okay. And then mine were um, Ziploc bags. Because I like mm. to always have those in, of, and I put in like snack size and um, sandwich size, and then then like I put them in like one gallon size. So like if I ever have like wet clothes or snacks or anything like that that need to be separated, um, very often um, our pins come loose or the backings will come off. So I'll put them in the Ziploc bag so they're easier to find. And then I did throw in gum because we are gum chewers and you cannot buy that at Disney. So those were my other Mm, ones. Those are good ones. Yours were so unique. You got to keep all of them. 
<laughs> well, I think I kind of cheated a little bit and what have you. So, um, but yeah, so now we're, we're ready to go and pack our bags for our upcoming trips. Yeah. Uh, but I think as we kind of, um, kind of wrap things up, we've got some exciting news that we've recent, I shouldn't say we recently discovered. But we are excited to announce that um, to Disney and beyond, we'll be celebrating their one-year anniversary. I believe it's like November 8th, exactly. I don't know. Somewhere. Somewhere within this this week. week, This is our one-year episode. So if you've been with us from the beginning, thanks for sticking with us through a whole year. Um, We're not going anywhere. So, um, but we are going to take a little break um, at this quote unquote, like season one wrap up for the next three weeks, we're going to take a little time to plan out the beginning of season two, do some rebranding. We're still going to be popping up in your podcast app feed um, because we're going to push out some of our classic episodes. And then we will be back at the beginning of December with new content for you. Yeah. So you won't really get a break from us. You'll just get a break from new content. Um, Cause I do think that there's some of our favorite episodes or episodes that we think are great to kind of push back or push out. Um, and then, like you said, I think, I don't think we'll be doing, I don't know. We haven't really decided. I know we have some ideas in mind for a little bit of rebranding and starting season two. Um, I think this is a great time. Um, I'd love to see if anybody would drop us a line and kind of let us know um, that they've been with us from the beginning. Um, It'd be interesting to find out who's been with us from the beginning um, to now. And then also um, any ideas that you might have or recommendations for us as we move into season two, you know, drop it on one of our social media pages, which would be found where? Yeah, you can find us on Instagram at Disney and Beyond Pod or in our Facebook group to Disney and Beyond a Travel Podcast. So yeah, if you have thoughts on season one or uh, episode requests for season two, definitely send us a message on either of those platforms. All right. So until next time, which will be a little bit of time, we will be busy traveling, bringing back our information for season two. And we hope as you guys are transitioning from Halloween into Christmas and all that, um, our number one thing is to make sure you're taking time to collect moments um, in the hustle and bustle of these upcoming months. And we look forward to uh, coming back to you quote unquote live. Yeah. And have a happy Thanksgiving. And I'm going to, I'm going to throw in one more thing. I think one, one last thing to add before we say our goodbyes is I do want to thank, um, everybody who has listened to us and supported us. Um, I know there are some people who, you know, will drop us a line or say that they like certain things here or there. So um, definitely appreciate it. I know Sarah and I enjoy doing this and a lot of it is for our own fun and entertainment, but we're hoping that in the, you know, wake of it all that we're also kind of you know, giving out information for um, our listeners and, you know, kind of keeping you entertained at the same time. So thank you, everybody. 
All right. Thank you so much, everybody. We'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye. Bye.